Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my Up Podcast. And today I want to encourage you to respect yourself. It's from the Aretha Franklin song, right? You know it. But it's also from the Bible. Because honestly, the Bible speaks very highly of human beings as being the epitome of God's creation, made in His own image. And part of that image is wrapped up in the dominion he's given us over all the other parts of his creation, as it says in Genesis 1, 26 and 27. But the bottom line here is that God thinks an awful lot of us. And if God esteems us, it's only fitting for us to have good self-esteem. T.L. Osborne used to say, it's right for us to esteem what God esteems and value what he values. So with that in mind, it's only proper for us to value and esteem ourselves. Unfortunately, many of us lose our self-esteem and our individuality in junior high and high school. Don't laugh. You know it's the truth. We learn that we're worthless, even mockable, if we don't conform. You have to cut your hair a certain way, wear certain styles and brands of clothes and even shoes if you want to be accepted by the crowd. And being accepted by the crowd is crucial at that age. It's during this period that we learn the fear of man, even though Proverbs warns us that the fear of man is a snare. For instance, when I was a teenager, shoes were a big deal. Seriously, isn't that ridiculous? I lived in the Southeast, and there, a certain type and brand of loafer was the thing. Anybody who wasn't a social reject wore them, and no other kind. But then my parents moved us to Southern California, where everybody was wearing Vans. So the other kids laughed at my shoes until I convinced my mom to buy the right kind so I could conform. The fear of man, it's a yucky thing. It robs us of our individuality and self-respect and keeps us from becoming all that we could be. But more about that in a minute. The Bible teaches that you are valuable. There may be others, but there's no one else exactly like you. You're an original, and that makes you precious. Jesus said in the parable of the lost coin, suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, rejoice with me, I found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you there's rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Well, the woman rejoices because the coin is valuable, and Jesus rejoices in the presence of the angels because the lost person is valuable. The bottom line here is that you are a treasure in the eyes of the God who made you. In fact, in His eyes, you are awesome, wonderful, and marvelous. Don't believe me? David said exactly that in Psalm 139, starting in verse 13, where he says, praying to the Lord, You formed my inward parts and wove me together in my mother's womb. And he goes on to say, I will praise you, for I am fearfully, we'd say awesomely today, and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. Think about it. David says, I am awesomely and wonderfully made. I'm marvelous. Those are not the words of a man with a lousy self-image. And they're not arrogant words either. No one who has read David's story could accuse him of being conceited. 
No, David was just praising God for forming him as a wonderful creation, and it would do us all good to do the same thing. David goes on to say, Your eyes saw my substance, yet unformed, and in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. Okay, God fashioned days for him. So there's a plan. Your life isn't random and meaningless. God created you for specific things, and they're things only you can do. But to do them, you're going to have to accept and appreciate yourself so you can confidently be yourself, the person God made the plans for. You're going to have to yield to your own individuality. Figuratively speaking, you're going to have to wear your own shoes, not everybody else's. You're going to have to respect yourself enough to be the you God created you to be. Because as we said, God created you with a specific plan in mind. Paul says in Ephesians 2.10, we are his workmanship. That's his craftsmanship. Isn't that amazing? Created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So yeah, you are different. I get that because I'm different too. And I'm learning to lean into that more and more these days. I'm learning that I don't have to compare my ministry with other people's ministries or my personality with other people's or my lifestyle or anything else. Jesus is my standard. And as long as I'm following him, I'm going the right way. I'm okay just the way I am. And you're okay too, just the way you are, even if you are a little different. So be bold. Believe in yourself. Put on your own shoes and walk out that plan. Because nobody else on earth can be you or do what you're made to do in just the way you're made to do it. So please, like yourself and be yourself. Because God wants that for you. In fact, He needs that to fulfill His specific plan for your life and the lives of those around you. So yeah, do as Aretha said. Respect yourself. Stand tall in the fact that you are a magnificent creation of God with a divine destiny. Hey friends, as you've heard me say many times, our ministry is a missionary ministry. We teach, train, and evangelize in lots of different countries. But the thing about going to these places is that you don't get paid for doing it. That's why we need partners, folks who join hands with us to enable the spread of the gospel. On the donate page of davidschairman.com, there's a link that says donate here. If you tap on that, you'll have a choice to sow one time or monthly. If you feel led, choose monthly to become part of our regular partner family, helping us take God's word to a needy world. Thanks for listening and God bless you.